Hello, you're welcome to our channel. So this is Uncle and Me. Um, this is a channel where we talk about anything ranging from entertainment, religion, science fiction, books, anything, anything that we find interesting. That's what we're going to talk about. So I'm Ni, and I have my co-host over here. Who is called Uncle? Okay. Um. So this is Uncle and Ni. Um. So my real name is Samuel Amui. Um, and I'm I am Eugene Poku Aikens. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically what we do is um, I'm a software engineer, um, front end, that's website building. And then my co-host also is a software engineer. Yeah, so fully into software development, mainly back-end engineering. So a lot of languages under my belt, Java, Python. So as you listen to more of this podcast you know, basically know more than i do but generally i'm a software engineer yeah okay um so the same with me too um i write javascript um front end view i write react also um, node express yeah sql um i'm adding up to my to my belt so as we we continue you come along with us we continue on this journey we get to know each other um, much better definitely okay um so we are Ghanaians. so i'm a Ghanaian. eugene is also a Ghanaian. we first of all met at a university and we went to knust um, yeah. shout yeah. out to all conti boys yeah. ah ah powerful Unity continentals Hall. powerful powerful continentals yeah. yeah so um we both studied mathematics um <laughs> Quite interestingly, mathematics has never even crossed my mind that it was a, <laughs> a, a course that I wanted to read in the university. I remember when I was in SHS, yeah, and then um, I had this senior who, um, you know, I had had mathematics in KNUST and was going to read mathematics. And I remember, like, I was, uh, like, I was talking to myself and I was saying, ah, this senior fine, you know, we correct too. Why, like, because that senior was a brilla. He was very good. So I was wondering why he wouldn't go to read engineering or anything like that. And I was saying, ah, this senior will read me. <laughs> Meaning like this senior, like he's, he's, he's silly. Apparently that was my future I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uncle, did you ever think that you would, would go read um, mathematics in the university? Now I feel like... Personally, I feel like 90% of people who do mathematics or single like subject courses, maybe rest or let me say programs generally, are disappointed like engineers or doctors or pharmacists, that kind of stuff. But I feel like that's life. See, life sometimes tosses you to and fro, sometimes gives you lemons, but you have to make a lemonade out of it, yeah? Yeah, I think what you're saying is very true because um, the truth is I actually wanted to be a telecoms engineer. So, um, what you are seeing over here is a telecoms engineer, airway, yeah, broken hearts. But Charlie, I, th- I think mathematics was a good thing, by the way. It, it was, I think it was God who was guiding me to, because mathematics actually opens your mind to critical thinking. Like, it helps you to think about things. It helps you to be creative. Definitely. You, you see, mathematics looks like it's a technical thing, but it's actually, it's actually, forces you to be creative to arrive at like an answer you get it yeah i also feel like i think mathematics no no wonder is part of like 
when basic kindergarten or anything like math is part arithmetic is part of it because like it helps you to think logically like it builds up your logic yeah so the more you do it the more you see things in different light and you see it more concretively you don't you don't tend because mathematics doesn't deal with emotional stuff or anything it deals with basically is it a fact because one plus one is two no matter where you go right yeah so it's, it's a one it, i think the only language that is common has a basic common ground that you don't even need to i think everyone understands language of math so if i'm speaking mathematics to anyone no matter the other language you speak you still understand it yeah and it's quite interesting that mathematics actually started from philosophy yeah. anyways anyways it seems like we are turning our podcast into mathematics discussion <laughs> so yeah so we both interesting thing we both met um in the math class so he was actually our class rep or class prefect what um shs and um, primary students would say class prefect yes he was my class rep and that was how i met him i actually met him through another friend of mine a very good friend who is called derek um who is quite interestingly is also a software engineer (laughs) and through software engineering he's currently in estonia yeah so derek if you are listening shout outs to you so I met Eugene through Derek, and from there we became like this triangle of friendship thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> a funny. <laughs> uh, we've been to a lot through school. So yeah. Hi, Charlie Arikai. I remember some DV and um, we were both eating. I think it was Spag. Charlie. We did Spag and we were <laughs> eating and Charlie. <laughs> And you see, the thing about us is we don't care if you came to join us today or like you've been with that. Nah, we don't care. Nah, no special nah, privilege. Nah, no special. Nah, <laughs> Charlie, we were eating this. I remember we were eating this spark. The spark had uh, some pork, fried pork and things. Oh, those are the times. Those are the times. Those are the times. And like amongst all of us, and Derek is like the calm one, right? So like he's much more um, self well composed and all of those things. <laughs> So we're eating this thing, we're eating ah. So like now everybody was scrambling for the last uh, pieces of meat. <laughs> Before we see Lord Derek has inserted his left hand. Charlie. <laughs> I am not a critical. <coughs> Survival the fittest one. Charlie, that, that was the day when I saw that Charlie. Food. I, I now understood why was it Esau that sold his birthright? Yeah. I understood why Esau sold his birthright. Because if Derek was using his left hand. Charlie, yeah. yes, means a lot. Yeah, so that's part of life. Yeah, that's about school. So um after school, um I think we completed school around 2017. Yeah, yeah, 2017. So after 2017, I wanted to go into finance. So um during my final year, I majored in like ap- applied mathematics where I can apply it in the, the financial sector. So after school, I went to do a, a couple of um, banks and all of those things. But um, unfortunately for me, there was this banking sector collapse that happened and it really affected me. I remember I went into Charlie some dark days in my life where Charlie, I didn't know uh, like, hey, Charlie. Hmm. So um, I went with a couple of savings and loans and banks and stuff like that. And Charlie, it was always hand to mouth. Um, there was this the last savings and loans that I worked with. Um, so basically, I was selling loans to people, and you know, I was as a Christian. Some of these loans that we were selling, Charlie, the interest rates were so high, like almost fifty percent for one year loan. And you know, 
most of the time is when you're coming for a loan from there, you have to bring a collateral. And a collateral that we were taking was a car, right? So we are not taking a car which is more than 10 years. So yeah. currently, as you are in 2013, it, uh, 2023, it means that you can't bring a car that is uh, before 2013. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we will not give you a loan that it was more than um, the value of your car. Right. Okay. Anyway, and the cap on the loan that we could give was a hundred thousand CDs. Right? right. So which means that even if your car was two hundred thousand CDs, the amount of loan that we can give you mm. was a hundred thousand. <laughs> and if you are not able to pay, we'll come for that car <laughs> and we'll sell it. And when we are selling it, we'll sell it at a higher price. Higher price. You get it? Because the bank is in the, the business of cash, like liquidity. You get wow. it? It's not about the assets that you have. Yeah. So Charlie, as I was selling these things, like I wasn't because Charlie, day in day out, you are seeing people's cars being confiscated and all of that. Because I mean, what kind of business will you do that in a year you will make more than like, like fifty percent of the have, loan kind? Yes, of? because if you are using fifty percent to service loans, it means that you should be making more than you should be making about like two hundred percent on whatever investment principal you put into that business. And I was looking at the mathematics, and I was no Charlie, it's like I'm selling poison to people. So you know it's. It's like every time that I go to work and I'm, I'm selling loans and all those things. Like, I don't believe in what I was selling. So I decided to quit. I decided to uh, quit. Uh, uh, and then I went to stay home. And then when I was home, you know, I I started learning how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and all of those things. I started making mugs. Um, I started making T-shirts. I entered into paper bags <laughs> and all of those things. It wasn't easy for me. It wasn't easy for me but yeah that's a little bit about my my story my journey um so um you also like to talk about yeah <laughs> when was i think mine was more tilted to academia kind of because after school national service and national service in the university so i was basically in the library for like a year yeah servicing students and stuff but after that then i got a scholarship to do pursue masters that was in mathematical science so in aims so yeah shout out to all aims students uh, i think that was one of the most toughest years in my life kind of one year to study like numerous like a whole like plethora of courses yeah and it wasn't easy like i don't i don't think anyone who went to aims will say that it was easy like it was it was very, very easy. Nah, 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 nah. It was stupidly stressful. But it was very worth it. That, that, that's the funny thing. Like, it was stupid. Because they push you to the limit to basically learn a lot. They feed you with a lot of things. And you need to absorb it at a way faster rate, right? And I think that's a good thing about it. And I admonish everyone, like, if you want to pursue mathematics internally or, like, just apply to aims for a year and it will change your life, basically. Then after that, so... Post aims, then I worked, so I got a, um, a contract job as a consultant um, for for an auditing firm. I don't mention auditing firm name, but a big auditing firm. So yeah, I did that for a year. Then after that, so whilst I was doing it, the work was was a monotonous kind of work. Like typically, every day you go get some records, update your um, supervisor about the records or the head office about the records and everything, and make sure everything is right. It was the same thing in and out every day. So, I'll, and I don't like monotonous work. So, I was looking for other alternatives. So, because I, I basically like problem solving. So, 
like things that would challenge my, me and challenge my mind and basically challenge my capabilities. So then um, a friend of me, mine actually, suggested that, well, why don't you look into software development? I, back in school, I, already, I, I was already into it. I was already into it, but I wasn't full-time. It was just school stuff and also like internship stuff. So I was like, okay, let me, let me, just, let me just pick this up again. Then I was looking at it. Then I saw um, more like, I don't say, an admission kind of by Amalitech to be a software developer for like six months. So they were training people. So I went there. So I wanted something like formal kind of setting that would push me to um, study it like more kind of if you get me. So yeah, I went there for six months and it was it was tough. Like, you know, it was under tough. But like, it was good. It was good. The tutors were, were like on point. Like, shout out to Lash, man. Like, that was good. That was good. Shout out to Thomas Charlie. He he taught me a lot of back-end stuff. And yeah, shout out to Salami too, I think. I think the whole tutors in Avalitech, like, they were born. So like, they basically built me up so they connected all the pieces because I already had the programming mentality, but the connecting pieces and everything, I think they did it very well. And right now I'm like I'm a full stack engineer, but I mainly push it to backend because I do a lot of backend stuff, backend work. So yes, then after that I worked at Malitech for like close to a year. Then I moved to another firm, which is a pension firm. That's where I am currently. Then also I do other side gigs to Basically, you know, if you're in Ghana and do one job, <laughs> I don't know how you pay your bills, but <laughs> some of us, Charlie, you have to, you have to do the side small because, Charlie, you have to get the bills paid. And yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of Amalitech, I mean, <clears throat> Amalitech. So, um, you know, continuing my story, um, I remember, so after I quit my last financial sector job, I was actually home working on paper bags and all of those things. I remember there was Charlie Day gigs were not coming because most of the time people will want to do paper bags with um, um with vendors that they already know. You get me? So like I wasn't getting gigs like that, and it was much more of a hand to mouth thing. Charlie, sometimes you don't know when I the swear. next uh, the next meal will be coming from and all of those things. And Charlie, you can't be asking your mom and oh lord. And it wasn't uh, easy. <laughs> but I think it's like, okay, I don't know if, if it's about me, but personally, like after school, like me, my parents told me one thing, like I, th- I think it was my mom that told me evidently, like Charlie, see, we are just paying for accommodation for national service. Then after national service, like we are done. Like <laughs> there's no, you can't go and ask money from like, you can't like the way they, the way they told me, I felt like, if I ask money from home, it's like Charlie, like I've lost in life, like I'm, I'm basically useless, kind of. So like from national service to now, I've literally not asked money from home. Like I don't know, but Charlie, yeah. some some people have it smooth that their, their parents they stay with their parents and all those things. Fine, I I, I I hardly stay with my parents. So like after national service, the job I went it was in the north. I I be traveling to and fro Takrade, Kumasi. Like keep like so, me I'm not a stable person because of the job. Like you have to go out there because if, if it's the, the funny thing is if you sit on your ass and like okay you want a job in Accra, Charlie, and then maybe someone is feeding you. But me, Charlie, our, our everyone is different. Yeah, everyone is different. So um, I get what you are saying. So um, basically, what happened with me is that um, 
So actually, the truth was, after some time, I was actually depressed, you know. And sometimes I receive, um, I received big ups from my senior bra who would tell me that Charlie, you don't need to give up, Charlie. Push hard, push hard, push hard. But Charlie, my pushes and the strength of <laughs> fa- the push to the far. So you know, one thing that like I I normally remember Eugene for, and I really like, I love him for that is that um I remember there was this day like they came over. Um, he came to Accra. I think Derek was also working working in Accra at the point, and we decided to go to the beach. And pr- prior to that, eh, he has already asked me to apply to Amalitik, right? But to be frank, hey, when sometimes eh, people will not understand when you are depressed. Depression means that like, um, so you see in life, and eh, there are things that there are normal of, there are normal of things that you love doing, right? Let's see, yep. and you like playing game, like playing True. video games, right? Reading. You like yeah. reading, definitely. You like watching movies. You like yeah going out, yeah. right? Yeah. These are things that like excite you. So like they receive, they kind of push some dopamine into your. Yeah. But then depression, you start getting depressed when like the, you don't have things that excite you anymore. Yeah. You get it. So now the movies that you watch do not excite you anymore. Yeah, they're not too they cool. going out. Actually, it seems like chore. So mm-hmm. now everything seems like a chore, like nothing excites you anymore. And yeah. like that was the state that I was in at the time. So like I couldn't, I literally couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I was just there, right? Yeah. So we were going to the poolside and he said, oh, Charlie, you should really look into this Amalitech thing. And he asked me to bring my phone. So I gave him my phone and then he went to the Amalitech site. And then I have like my documents because I was applying. I was, was even though I was depressed, like one, you see, when you are depressed, one, once in a while, then like you be yourself, you be. So like when I'm myself like that, then I'll apply, I'll send applications. So I have like all my documents on my phone. So he took my phone, went to the Malatech website. We just applied. I wrote my easy statement of papers or whatever. The funny thing, I didn't remember it too. <laughs> yeah, I really remember because like it's about my life. So I really remember. So actually, my Amalitech application was done on my phone whilst we were, we were in the car going to uh, the poolside. I, I, I really remember. And <laughs> I, quite interestingly, like I went through. And you know, um, I, I wanted to do finance. So even though I learned a little bit of programming in the university, it wasn't something that I was really, like I wasn't major, major learning it, you get me? So it was this Amalitech thing after like I applied and I came I came home I started learning HTML CSS JavaScript okay. because like before Amalitech will pick you yeah. like it's it's a process you go through some process you write exams and all of that so I was learning I was studying for those exams like object oriented programming abstraction polymorphism yeah, yeah. all of those interesting things so yeah I learned them and by the, by the grace of God I passed out and um I also went to Amalitech. So I live in Accra, but I had to travel to Takradi because that's where the center, the training center is. We have to be staying around there and be going through the process. So yeah. So mm-hmm. I went to Takradi and lucky for me, Eugene was already working with Amalitech. So he was staying in Takradi. So I went to pitch him. I went to pitch his uncle. That was uncle another, another, so another wahala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. As I said, life, eh, Charlie. Charlie, li- li- life is life is sweet. Charlie, no be straight to you know be as uh, life no be straight. Me, uh, uh, like Charlie. So I, I've I've really seen like, like I've I've seen I've seen dark dark places and how, like I've seen how easily you can fall off. 
life, right? Yeah. Like I've seen it because also the environment also that you live in, right? It's also part because when I was going through all of these things, the house that I was in, like I don't want to seem too judgmental, but it's like the house, you no, know, like Charlie, nothing really is going on in the house, like those who start it was a family house right so those who start doing well just just leave right so it was like the people around you are like the ones that are not doing well yes yes <laughs> yes you get it yeah, i get you so it's like the people like you now so and that you see when you are in that space the kind of friends that you have to or the kind of people that you go to are like that kind of people like nothing is really going on so what kind of conversations will you have like so it's like it's like a vicious cycle so everything is like things that are keeping you down right so i was lucky enough to have like a couple of friends like eugene derek i don't have a lot of friends eugene derek then maybe sly and who were like you know working and stuff like that and so like when you're talking to them and like maybe they saying charlie are they good do this then charlie you are feeling some something you that hey charlie what's happening to my life so all of these mm. things didn't make me feel comfortable in like the fact that i was down so yeah we went to amali tech so you know i started studying charlie and i don't know studying studying for me is very difficult because i don't know i have this joint issues i don't like to complain about my so when i sit when i sit to study you know they start shouting Charlie, you are feeling pain here. You are feeling pain here. <laughs> and it's difficult, it's very difficult for me to concentrate, right? So I'll have to learn the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Mm. And when it stick, when things stick with me, it has like stuck, right? I really understand it. So that's also my own. So it was really difficult for me to pass through the whole thing. Like even the the learning process, like you have to learn for about six months. After the six months, you write. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you write an exam. You did, you, a, create, you did a project. Yeah, you create a project. project. Like, they will measure you by the project you created. Yeah. Grade you kind of. Charlie, guys, do you know that after the first six months, I, I didn't even graduate because Charlie, Nami, still Nami Hoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, so I had to ask I for yeah, an extra. True. They gave us an extra one month. One to, something to work out. But quite interestingly, after that, that one month thing, you know, I was able to grasp everything and then like I was able to write my project and then like yeah. everything went through Charlie. Well, that was cool. That was cool. But I feel like at the end of the day, like, see, once you know that this road is profitable, like don't leave the road. Like, once you know that people are, people are like out ripping from this particular thing, like let's say for instance, you take a path of software engineering, you know that, okay, like, there are people who are working, there's jobs and all those things. And even if you are not understanding it, like let 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 the fruit of other people's labor push you to labor, if you get what I'm saying. Because like at the end of the day, if you stop, what's the alternative? Right? Un- unless, unless maybe you have rich aunties or rich rich parents and stuff. That, yeah. that, that, that's fine. But like at the end of the day, me I always I always say that like the the best person to recommend you is yourself yeah so like you build if you build up yourself to a certain stage yourself recommend yourself kind of it, it seems rhetorical but like but like that's it so like me that's always because i've had people i looked up to to basically like put in a recommendation for you to get this particular thing or that and Charlie, they didn't come through so like through a lot of those those failures made me realize that Nah, at the end of the day, 
you own yourself like you have to market your own self so this this character that you are build it to a point where people can't ignore it right so like you yourself are your best recommendation that, yeah. that's how to, to add up to what you're saying i think um azuma nelson has a statement which carries the the same idea behind it so basically i think he fought he had a fight azuma nelson is a ghanian boxer like legendary ghanian boxer i think there was this fight that he had and he felt like he was cheated or something so he said the next fight the next um, successive fight that he he partook in he gave the guy a knockout no so he said when he's going he goes with his judge he goes with his own judges which are his his, <laughs> his fists <laughs> you get it so yeah. now his fists are his judges so his aim is to give you a knockout that's, that's it his judge. Because, <laughs> because no no that, that makes sense because like if you knock the person out like no one can no one can manipulate the results right yeah because but like if you don't knock the person out then there's manipulation of results yeah that is true that's yeah. fact so um you see um friends i know like there'll be uh, people listening to us who come from like different spheres of life and um most of the time see people don't understand like depression and people who feel depressed and they tell you oh it's your fault you're feeling depressed and all of this see take it from someone who has come from there yes when you are feeling depressed you really feel hopeless because depression is like a state of hopelessness where it's like nothing nothing else matters anymore you get it but thank god i wasn't suicidal or anything like that what i can tell you is that if you are feeling depressed right like stop doing the routine stuff that you you always do right try to like put yourself out of those familiar um what's the word environment like try doing new things we are depressed because like things don't excite you anymore so it means that we are you are in a routine right you are in a rat so you have to get out of that rat like try new stuff like do things that makes you uncomfortable i'm not talking about like bad things or anything but like try to do things that make you uncomfortable try to um, when you are doing something to like give it your whole everything you get me and put your whole self into it if it doesn't work out fine then you know that like you tried this it didn't work out and that was the way that I got out of my depression. And by the grace of God, right now I'm better. Um, personally, though, me, I think depression, yes. I think, I think life itself are phases, right? There's a phase for everything. And the, the truth of the matter is people try to escape the phases. The thing is, if you're going through a bad time, go through it. Like, don't, don't, don't downcast yourself that, like, you are worse off for anything. Take take like full responsibility for everything that's happening in your life. Like let's say if you make like let's say you apply for a job, you you didn't get in. Look at yourself. Do a correct retrospective. I feel like the, the, the general thing. I feel like people just lie to themselves. Yeah. Like if I know I'm not good at something, people tend to sweet talk it like, oh, I'm okay. But if I'm not good, generally tell that you're not good and steady and tally make sure that okay you become at that good kind of to in that particular thing not to pursue what you want to pursue but don't, don't sugarcoat things and be like oh it will be better it will be better like acknowledge the bad but don't accept it i'm not saying accept it but acknowledge it and 
make sure that you become better to push, like to go after it. Uh, um, someone said, um, is it Sanzu? Yeah, Sanzu said this in um, the Out of Order. Like, whenever he sees, like, let's say, a problem or let's say, a rumor trying to start up a fight within his camp, he goes out and kills it before it even forms to a full beam. And that's how we should tackle problems. See, most times, problems are like cancers. Some are malignant, some, not, some are benign, right? So some are very dangerous, some are not dangerous, but they, they will impede the growth of certain things. So if problems are arising in your life, you always know. But that people don't have the attention span to look at it very well, to know that, okay, this is actually a problem. Because something like, let's say, sleeping a lot, it is a problem, but you'll be like, oh, I need rest, oh, I need rest. But that's an actual problem you have to tackle. You have to control about, okay, I'll have to sleep at 9 o'clock. Stick with it. Because... If you can stick with that little thing, or I want to brush my teeth early in the morning, I would say those little things create bigger impact, right? So, but as human beings, we tend to ignore those little things and want to tackle the bigger issues in life. I know that, that, that's why I like something that Jordan Peterson said. He said that if someone wants to take a role, I don't know whether I think he said it, I heard it on his podcast. If someone wants to take a role in a society or in government, look at a person's household. If the household is fixed, then, then you can come out and fix the whole world. But if you can't even fix your household, then who are you to come out and fix other people's aspect? Yeah, speaking about that sleeping thing, Charlie, guys, one thing that I have, one secret that I have sleep is not about enough. sleeping. <laughs> the more you sleep, the more you sleep will go. <laughs> Brothers! It no be easy, yeah. Brothers, you go better. The more you sleep, the more you sleep. <laughs> so, Charlie, guys. Sleep there, the sleep there is not enough. Yeah. Not enough. Not but enough. another thing too that I've noticed is that, like, sometimes, saying hey, when your body doesn't get enough exercise if you are not exercising enough True. you tend to sleep more yeah yeah so guys if if you you see that like charlie you are sleeping Me, too much start waking up at home and going for jogging oh yeah. you see and, that and, like and the funny thing is and the funny thing is i feel like it's not just about waking up kind of like find find something to find something to like put put at that particular waking up time like let's let's say okay i wake up at 4 a.m Right, you've said okay, fair enough. Your body will tune to it in the first two days. And so actually, wake up at four a.m. and all this. You can still tell them you wake up, but the, but the question is, what are you going to do? That's the bigger question. What I what am I going to do at that particular time? Now, if you don't have something concrete, along as life goes on, you realize that it fades out. Like let's say you say okay, you wake up, maybe um, you do maybe your meditation or maybe you do exercise or you you do something you go for a jogging on all those things if you look at how characters are built you realize that it, it, someone said it takes thousand hours to build a character yeah i think it was in the book thousand thousand hours or something for, i forgot yeah ten thousand hours, hours to be an expert to be an expert in, in your yeah. field so like the whole point is it, i feel like consistency is the key to success like if you are just being consistent about certain things like definitely you're successful in that particular thing and don't i feel like me, I've, I've been there. That's a me that I'm talking a lot about this because Charlie will, will build up Charlie correct resolution and eh? Charlie some big aims and things like Charlie this month I, I want to save like five thousand or this month I want to save like two thousand or maybe this month I want to exercise more or this month I want to learn this book or read this book this month I want to learn this skill and this skill Charlie we day here not seem give you <laughs> but but like but like. Doesn't mean you should stop. Doesn't mean that because you've lost time, you've lost um, this thing, you have to stop. No. Once you're not dead, Charlie, move on.
Okay, um, so guys, um, you can see um, the kind of persons that we are. Um, we basically like to talk about a wide range of things. We like to read a lot. Um, I like to read a lot. I know Eugene also does. Um, I like to play game. I used to really, really like playing video games. Nah, you know, like, you know, like he used to like playing video. That's a lie. He was addicted to this. <laughs> <laughs> he was addicted. If I say he was, it's like it's an understatement. He is addicted to video yeah, games. Yeah, I'm game guy, 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 like guy, I'm guy, the guy. I'm the kind of like <laughs> game beta like 25 years or you go see him for game center. Yeah, I'll be that guy. Yeah, like like <laughs> see, and that's not even him kidding about it. Like that's maybe him being how like sarcastic about it. It was it was it was mad. It's mad. It's mad. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the kind of person that I am. Um. Eugene also likes playing game. He plays he plays in PUBG. Um, yeah, professionally. I, I, yeah, professionally. I play PUBG professionally. I yeah. I, I tend to. The, the, the other thing about me, like if I, if I realize that like I like something, and even if it's an addictive something, I try to make sure that I'll pursue it professional or something to try and make something out of it. Yeah. Like maybe something monetary or something. Maybe maybe now maybe it's not monetary, but like in the future I'm like okay, like you go all you, out. You go all out and you notice out exactly. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So guys, um, nice having you on our podcast. Um, we'll be giving you, we hopefully will be giving you better, um, better uh, uh, episodes and better yeah. topics and By better ideas. I, th- I think as, as you realize, we rant a lot, so like get used to it. But yeah, we try, we try our best not to rant a lot and get to the point. But yeah, and don't forget also to uh, put down your comments. Um, how we can better our podcast and um, share with your friends um, like the podcast um, yeah. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe 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 and yeah. reach out to us you can reach out to us definitely definitely right. reach out I think I think we'll add our LinkedIn stuff down there you can reach out to me anything yeah. any advice yeah kind of alright nice meeting you all bye alright bye